Oh, shoot. Love you guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, okay, Ed. 706. Happy Tuesday to you. Not a normal Tuesday. This Tuesday is a little spicy. Why? It's election day. The day where you make your voice heard in America. Particularly in our local area. I don't know what's happening in the rest of the country. Really not even the rest of the state. I'm really focused on like four districts right here in our backyard. Rest of the world doesn't matter to me right now. Don't ask me about the Middle East. Don't ask me about Europe, the United Nations. No. I'm focused on my backyard today. This is where my mind's at. Right here. When I'm driving on these streets, that way I know what's going on. Locally is how it happens. It's a big local day. Also a big day for local business in Corntown. Because there's a new one. Dive Bar opens tonight. 5 p.m. Grand opening. We're going to have the owner of Dive Bar in studio. 7.30. Coming in, hanging out. Maybe bringing up a pop-up arcade game. I don't know. I didn't ask many questions. I just said, cool new spot in Corntown? Bring them on. 8.30? Commissioner Dave Gilroy. That's where we get serious. So Commissioner Gilroy is not running in the town of Cornelius again. He's not seeking re-election. So he can say whatever he wants. Because it has no consequence whatsoever. Well, there's like one meeting left. Probably shouldn't say anything he wants. I mean, I'll ask. I don't, I don't know what he's going to say, though. I'll be curious to hear his thoughts on the, the current uh, candidates. He did send out in his email blast particulars as far as who he thinks uh, are, are good leaders. We'll get his opinion on it. I don't mind sharing it, hearing it. I've always enjoyed the discussion of Commissioner Gilroy. And uh, looking forward to that today as well. Going to get our look at traffic, of course, 715 and 815. Going to have word of the day. That's where Bill gives me a word, and I've got to guess the definition. Top-notch education around here. We'll have the good, the bad, and the ugly news, sponsored by Nelson Royals. Yeah, big old horse on the roof, uh, Highway 150. I've started my day, but I haven't really started my day, believe it or not. That's, she made it a little thicker today. She made it oh, a little, no, baby. She made it a little thicker today. <laughs> My goodness. That's black powder in the cup. Located on Highway 150, what you do, here's the secret. You make a left at the Chick-fil-A. I don't think you can make, well, you can make a right. No, you make a left. You make a left, you go down into the business park, you find black powder coffee, you, you storm the castle, insurrect the place. Melissa! 10% off, please. 10% off. WSIC, the Good Morning Fam, said, I get 10% off of my cup of Java. Well, okay, you're not just buying a cup. You're buying a bag of beans. But they got 21 flavors. Variety. No matter what you're looking for. Me, I personally don't cut it. I don't put sugar. I don't put creamer. No, I keep it I keep it pure of the earth. Mixed in with a little bit of bourbon. Not, not like in the cup after I make it. It's not, I'm not, no. That's that. It's too early. 
I wouldn't last the whole day. I'm not good with that stuff. But they infuse it. It's called infusion. They infuse the bean. The bean wraps itself around a little a little bubble of bourbon and keeps it inside of itself. A little bubble bourbon. A little bubble bourbon action. It stays inside the bean. This is it's scientifically proven. Go buy black powder and watch the process. It's absolutely amazing. The bean. <coughs> my gosh. I got it. Uh, the bean. The bean. The bean. It's amazing. Scientifically, it sucks up the bourbon inside of it. It knows when to open up and allow the other bourbon to insert itself into the bean. And it keeps it inside of there. It's amazing. And it's absolutely delicious. It's kind of like a gusher. You ever had a gusher? Remember gushers? I know you know oh, yeah. about gushers. I know you know about what you gushers, fruit roll up or fruit by the foot. What you going gusher. With? All right. So gushers, this is just like a gusher. The bean, you pop it with your mouth, and boom, a little bit of bourbon comes out. Is that good? Don't believe me? Black Powder Coffee located on Highway 150. You take a left at the Chick-fil-A. Ah. That's my bad. Man. No, it's I was not your bad. I was, I, was trying to, gonna... I was trying to sneak you. No, I was even going to leave it unmuted. I'm sorry. I thought I caught you slipping for a minute there. It's okay. I thought I was going to get you. One day I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you, boy. Right. Sometimes you got to you know, sneak up right after you sneak up on somebody, you know? Bill Guy the Buffer Guy. Bill Guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Bill, 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 you know Bill, what it Bill is. Bill Guy the Buffer Guy. Me. <laughs> Radio rules. Radio rules. Bill Guy the Buffer Guy. Good morning, Radio everyone. I do like it, man. It is catchy. <laughs> it works. Bill Guy the Buffer Guy. Brought to you by... Wow. Yeah. Insert brand here. Right. Could be you. Sky's the limit. Could be you. Which brand? Are you a Nike guy still, or are you Under Armour? Um, definitely not an Under Armour guy. You're not? At one point, you were an Under Armour guy. No. Nike. Always? Well, yeah. I mean, I know... Look, originally, I know. I'm just saying, I didn't know if, like, when you went, went off to college... Started playing professional lacrosse. Did you have to have some brand association with it? Even if you're uncomfortable with it. Right. Were you forced uh, at any point to go with a brand that you weren't comfortable with? Right. We did have some Under Armour stuff. Um, and it was nice. It was nice. But... It was nice. But... But Nike was paying me low-key on the side <laughs> before NIL money. Straight cash, homie. That's it. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I just figured I'd clear the air on that one. Right. I'd clear the air. Uh, did you have a good evening last night? Um, I did, actually. I did have a good evening. Got some pizza last night for dinner. Well, so it was uh, pretty casual. Caught up on some shows because we had some company this past weekend. So went back, caught up on some shows. The Wire is so good. <sighs> deep, deep thought of a show, The yeah, Wire. It is so good. Uh, it, it is very good. Does it make Nat nervous to go back to Baltimore after watching The Wire? It actually does not. Hmm. It does not. In fact, I think she wants to move to West Baltimore. <laughs> I would recommend against that right now. Um, these are trying <laughs> times in the community. And I'm not saying anything against Baltimore. But she's the people trying, of Baltimore are great. She is willing to earn her way up to kingpin status. I, she would be a great corner boy. <laughs> and, I, I uh, can see it. Yeah. She, she can hustle. There's no doubt about oh, yeah. that. There's no doubt about the hustle game. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Well, uh, but yeah, just watching some TV and relaxing, getting some good sleep. And now I'm, I'm back. Back at it. Back at it. Did you shower this morning? I did. Did. Woke up plenty of time. Had I asked you, are you a morning shower guy or an I evening shower I definitely, definitely always strive to be, but 
time is of know, the essence. my ultimate uh, master, I guess. So, or enemy, or in, yeah, enemy. Sometimes when you live by the second, right? <laughs> As we do. Did you ever think you'd count down an entire day the way you do here? Everything. No. <laughs> As much as relevant as time is, right? Bill, did we hit the mark? I don't know. Well, we're we're 17 <laughs> seconds late. We're 17 seconds. That's how it goes, Renner. Good morning, fam. 844 Studio Four. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's 844-788-3464. Had some calls yesterday, but nobody wanted the Southern Christmas Show tickets. Yeah, we got Alan out there driving around F-150 with 300 Just plus whipping miles. It. Anybody? Shout out, Alan. 350,000 miles. You wrote down 350? 367, homie. 367. Get it, Alan. Get it. Uh, anybody seen William? Have him call us. Please. We've been looking for William for, for a couple of weeks now. Who's that community calendar girl? Good morning, okay, Ed. 718. Happy Tuesday to you. Election day. If you are registered to vote and you have not voted yet, you have my permission to leave work early to go vote. You have my permission. Tell your boss Justin said so. That's what you've got to do. It is your democratic right, and I expect you to exercise it. You've ever written a post on social media complaining about leadership. Now is your opportunity. We're going to get a look at the streets because we know it's crazy out there. Jeff with iCats is on the phone. Rideicats.com. Alternative transportation. If you need it, three bucks to get you to the city of Charlotte each way. A killer deal given the cost of gas right now, and not to mention the HOV lane that you get to cruise in. Jeff, how are we doing this morning? Uh, good morning, Justin. Uh, in Troutman, uh, if you get off 70 uh, at exit 42 and how it loops around right there at the intersection by the uh, Exxon gas station, there's been an accident. Mm. Uh, so be, be careful if you're on 21 or if you're getting off exit 42. Uh, also in Mooresville, uh, out in front of uh, the, the side road before uh, Walmart, there's a semi and a car that have gotten in an accident. Uh, and so there's, there's a little bit going on on the side roads uh, as far as 77 north and south, uh, traffic is picking up, but there's no accidents on the, the freeway to report at this time. Um, so uh, every day, just just be careful. Uh, use a little extra time. Uh, don't don't ride bumpers. Jeff, we appreciate that inside look. And we certainly appreciate our uh, emergency responders like the Troutman Fire Department, uh, EMS Fire Department, uh, we know they're big fans of the show. We appreciate them. And so we hope that everyone is safe out there. And thank you, Jeff, for all that you do, keeping us informed of the streets. Three bucks to get you to the city of Charlotte each way. And today's also the day ICAT's going to VA in Salisbury. So if you've got a doctor's appointment at the VA hospital, you probably want to move it to Tuesday so that way ICATS can drive you. Because it's, what, only a dollar? Is that right each way, Jeff? Yeah, it's a dollar each way, and we pick you up at your home, take you to the VA, and then take you back to your house. What a killer deal. for a dollar each way. You really can. Jeff, we appreciate you, sir. We'll talk to you next hour. All right. Have a good morning. You too. Sound like a few things going on in the streets there it's for Jeff. a busy Jeff. man this he, morning. Yeah, he seemed like he had some going. I heard the sirens in the background. Maybe they've got Jeff on scene, you know what I mean? Like right. keeping people calm. Right. That's really what you need. I went everybody's head about the bird. It's time for the word of the day. What's the word? 
Today's word of the day. Word of the day is levity. Levity. I feel like I've heard that word before. I definitely have. I've heard this several times. Definitely have. Levity and brevity, are they cousins? Uh, definitely in the same language. So okay. part of the same family. Got it. English. Makes sense. Yeah, so some way related there. Um, levity, for those following along at home, anxiously relax, have mm. some coffee. Anxiously uh, relax, I like yeah. it. I like um, it. I was telling them to relax. Oh, got it. Sorry. Right. My bad. Uh, it is a noun, right? Which I thought I actually had to pay money to get a noun from my <laughs> for my app here. Who'd you have to beat up? Right. Uh, so le- did I sign up for something? <laughs> uh, levity. L-E-V-I-T-Y. Levity. Levity. Levity is a noun. It's a person, place, or a thing. Right. I'm going to guess it's a thing. Yes. Would you like to hear it in a sentence? Could it be a place? A place. It could. Oh. It depends on how big your imagination is. I like that. Right. All right, let's get it. I'm going to need... This is where Bill gives me a word, and I've got to guess the definition. Again, I've heard this word before, but the definition eludes me. Let's yes. see if I can get it in a sentence, and that might jog my memory. The unexpected moment of levity during um, the meeting broke out, broke the ice and helped everyone relax. I will read that again. I'm going to need that. The unexpected moment of levity during the meeting broke the ice and helped everyone relax. The unexpected moment of, of joy, of laughter, of camaraderie, of, of friendship. I got another sentence. I'm going to need it, it sounds like. After battles, some soldiers try and add levity to their days by telling jokes around the campfire. Mm, well, good vibes. Mm-hmm. Kind Formal of. good vibe. Formally known as 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 happiness. Levity. The definition is an inappropriate lack of seriousness or overly casual. Oh, inappropriate. So it's not actually super positive. I was going for more of the positive side of it. Right. But it's it's humor. Is it humor? Like inappropriate humor? Uh yeah. Okay. It's it's not inappropriate. It's not like crude. No, 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 no. Just right. like Awkward almost? Like a little awkward? Is that? Nope. Nope, not awkward. Nope, not awkward. Not awkward. Not awkward. It's just like, all right, let's take the last sentence we just had. After battles, soldiers would try to add levity to their day. The pro- right? to, to see the light, to see the sunshine. Uh, You've already given me the definition, so I probably should yeah, stop no, trying I'm to just get... saying it's, <laughs> it's uh, you know, just being a little casual. Overly casual is what I would stick with. Focus on overly casual, not inappropriate lack of seriousness. Okay. Did, did I show an amount of levity during lunch yesterday? Yes. Was it appropriate? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> was it because I was shouting at the lady wearing the, the cowboy hat? Did she have the Southwest egg rolls? Is that what was inappropriate? Yes. Hmm. It didn't seem inappropriate. She had the outfit to match. She did. Do you think she's had them, though? That's the real question. She didn't, answer. She didn't say no. Right. She didn't say she hadn't had them. Right. I want that clear on the record. If you're wearing a poncho and a cowboy hat and I asked you if you've had Southwest egg rolls and you don't say no, right. there's a chance you've had them. Right. This is an example of levity. In this moment? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But it's not inappropriate. Mm. I, I told you to focus on overly casual and not inappropriate. Lack of seriousness. You're trying to guide me right now. Yeah, I'm trying to help you. I know. I'm fighting it. I'm fighting it very hard right now. It's it's becoming more and more difficult. Guess who we got here? 
Rob from Dive Bar? Oh, yeah. Is he hanging out in the lobby right now? He is. Shout out to Dive Bar. Grand opening, Cornelius location tonight, 5 p.m. It's where you want to be for the adult scene. You ever played arcade games and threw it through a couple back simultaneously? A little ski ball, little ski ball. You know what I mean? It's a good feel. It's a good combo. It's a strong combo. I'm excited to hear about kind of the the business and kind of the process and the development and how do we land in Corntown? We have one in Mooresville. We got other locations. High I'm looking Point at their Hickory. Website. I mean, they they they've got some spots, and now they're adding one here in the in the heart of the heart of civilization, the center of the universe, <laughs> Corntown. And we're excited about it. Also going to have Dave Gilroy, Town of Cornelius Commissioner, at 8.30 today. It is election day, like I said. Today is the day where you make your voice heard. It, I know it's not a presidential race. I get it. The presidential stuff is exciting. It's so exciting. But locally, this is where decisions are made that affect you more day-to-day than national ever will. I, look, I, Do the it, kids have school today? The kids do have school today, yeah. Uh, they're not um, They're not old and like... Older school, I guess they're in daycare, right? Four-year-old, two-year-old. So they didn't meet the threshold. Noah turns five in December. I think the cutoff in North Carolina is like September 1. Mm -hmm. So he will be older in kindergarten next year. That's an outlier. It's okay, though. Sign them up for athletics. Boys tend to be more immature. And so older, they do better. This is coming from my kindergarten teacher of a wife. Right who uh, knows these things much better than I do. Me, I'm saying, when are we going to reduce child labor laws and make it to where I can put them out to work? That's what I'm looking for, really, in this relationship at this point. I feel like I've put so much into it. I'm looking for a return on my investment. And that, you know, manual labor is typically a way that that can be done. Those black powder coffee beans are not going to grind themselves. Somebody's somebody's got to do some work <laughs> around here because daddy needs to sit on the couch and work out the thumbs. You know what I mean? At mm-hmm. some point in his life. But um, no, I mean, joy, joy is also a good payment. Uh, joy, joy in my down in my heart, down in my heart. Remember that song? I don't. Joy, joy, joy down in my heart. Mm-mm. You don't know the song? I, I don't, but it sounds great. I love I love hearing you sing it. You like when I sing? Yeah. What's your? Do you like when I sing Morgan Whalen? No. You're not a fan of that I one. I just don't think that's your. And I mean this with all due respect. I don't think that is your range. Bless his heart. Mm. Bless his heart. He just ain't got that Morgan Whalen in him. Last night we let the liquor dog. Yeah. I can think I could get on stage with him. Uh, you definitely could. <laughs> <laughs> if they'd let me, I would. It probably. Do you think he would gain fans, or lo- would it be a net positive or net negative if I joined him on a single on his next album? Uh, net negative for him, net positive for you. Are you going to go to that uh, outdoor hockey game? I want to go to that outdoor hockey game. You want to go with me? It's on the 17th, Possibly. right? I think it's on the 17th. No. It's on the 17th? I think it's this Friday. Is it really? Yeah. You have that information pulled up? My brain is like a steel trap. Are you sure? Hmm. Now, here's the downside I feel of like it the being... the outdoor one for the checkers is January 17th. Is the, is the checkers one or the App State UNCC one on the 17th? Uh, the App State. Is on the 17th? Near. On closer. the 17th? That's the debate right now that we're trying to figure out. Got it. Well, see, so this is the double-edged sword of having a steel trap of a brain things get locked in there. And once they're locked, they don't leave. The problem really is, is that the door sometimes get locked from the inside and I can't get it out. And so it's not me 
it's I don't I can't say you because it's not you. It's it's still me, but it's it's a different me. As you look up right now, the date of the hockey game. I would love to go to the outdoor game. You live in the city of Charlotte. You, you are live correct. The seventeenth, November seventeenth. Love yes. it, baby. Love it. Okay, so you live in Center City. Uh, do you? Did you check out the ice rink and the setup? What do you think of it? Yes, I went for a walk. It's an amazing situation they got there, and there's going to be more stuff going on at that night stadium. More like ice skating. What? And uh, I guess you know if you're going to build an ice skating rink, why what? not let the public skate around enjoy a little it bit. yeah yeah some tubing so should be a pretty no cool i think it's better spot. if you just have to watch professionals do it like you're right. never allowed to get on the ice right that's a much more enjoyable experience right. uh hmm. but that it it is quite the operation they have going on out there you know who was setting up their ice rink yesterday burkdale 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 we were at burkdale we were meeting so wsic will be broadcasting live at the tree lighting ceremony for burkdale on november 18th that's a saturday more info coming there. Really, you can listen to the community calendar spot. You'll get all the details you need. We've got Rob with Dive Bar coming up on the other side of this break. Good morning, OKN. 7.33. Happy Tuesday to you. If you're cruising on the streets, we did get a look at traffic. Jeff called us from ICATS. There is an accident at the Troutman area, so likely some slowdown if you're heading southbound into the city and you're wondering, why am I not moving? Well, that's going to be why. There is an accident in the Troutman area. I don't think it's on the highway. It is off the exit, but nonetheless, it will likely slow you down. The advantage for you is you're tuned into the right spot. Today's a big day. Two reasons. One, it's election day. That's a big day in the local community. This is the opportunity for you to get your voice heard. Probably, if not just equally important, but more important, there's a new business opening today in Corntown. Yes, and is. Dive Bar is the name of that business. We've got Rob Grosskopf with us. DiveBarNC.com. All right, so you're you're opening a adult. Is it an adult arcade? Is that the way I should describe it? Yeah, you... adult Funland. Adult Funland. Okay. <laughs> All right. If I walk into this adult Funland, which is Dive Bar again, Dive Bar NC, where in Cornelius is Dive Bar located? Yeah, so we are on Shops on the Green, uh, right behind uh, Fresh Market off Torrance Chapel Road, Suite D seven. Um, so we're going to be in with all the prosciuttos, El Toro. Uh, Frucci's Italian Market, Sangram Indians, a lot of those restaurants that people know. You've had Sangram yet? Oh my God. I've hit the buffet at least five or six times. You got to go on Fridays <laughs> to that buffet. That's the spot right it there. It really is. It really is. I got to meet Kumar, the owner, great guy. Uh, and now him and I are like best friends. So. so you're really an entrepreneur beyond just a single business owner. In the five seconds we've had an opportunity to conversate <laughs> prior to coming on air, you're from Minnesota? Yeah. Wisconsin. What do you claim? Do you claim I, so both? One? It's funny. Kind of... Like, great question. I, I claim the upper Midwest because it's near and dear to my heart in general. Um, my family is probably listening, so they're going to definitely want me to claim Chicago. Okay. Uh, big Chicago sports fan. My entire extended family. Uh, I mean, literally, we were crying when the Cubs won the World Series. My grandmother was like, I didn't think I was going to make it before they died. Oh, no. You know, like, yeah, she was, like, getting real morbid. But, um, yeah, no, big Chicago sports fans. Um, you know, I when I tell people, I tell people I'm from Minnesota. I moved down here three years ago, so – um, and that's where all of my friends are. So uh, I got family in Chicago, friends in, uh, in, in Minnesota. So, well, you got family here too. I do. Yeah. My folks moved down here about seven years ago. Um, and then it's been this like tremendous journey for my sister to get down here. And she just moved into, uh, the kind of prosperity church road area, yeah. uh, literally like a couple weeks ago. 
and I'm in Concord. So now we're all within spitting distance of each other. And it's the first time in probably 14 years that we've all lived in the same state. So, uh, yeah, great. So you moved down here in July of 2020 to North Carolina. What a great time to open up oh. a business, particularly a bar. That's really like you really hit the mark on that. How, what was that like for you? Yeah, uh, t- trying. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it was interesting. The um, – you know, we the bar was slated to open in April, uh, actually. Even that, better. Of, of that year, right? Yeah, Even so better. like right in the thick of things. And uh, I had actually come down in June to uh, my restaurant in Minnesota had closed. I'd mentioned that earlier. And, and I just was like, hey, I want to hang out with my parents and, you know, unemployment, whatever. And I was like, hey, yeah, I need to take some time. And got to got down here and literally bumped into my business partners on the street. Uh, didn't know that they were my business partners at the time. And they're like, Hey, we're opening this bar. Uh, we'd love for you to be a part of it. And, uh, just literally kind of on a whim, like uprooted my entire life after 10 years in Minnesota and drove down to open a business with people I had literally just met. And, uh, it's turned out pretty well. (laughs) Let me ask you for it's transitioning to winter right now here in North Carolina. Yeah. I'm not going to compare it to the winter of the. Yeah. You just gave quote air quotes on that because so I have family that live in Ohio. Yeah. Are, is this like shorts weather for you, like all year round? Or what is it like for you coming from the you Northeast? You know, it, it depends. Uh, you know, here it's like there's more moisture. So uh, what people don't know is Minnesota is literally tundra. So it's mm. like dry desert cold, mm. uh, skin cracking cold. Um, so here it's a different kind of cold. Um, for me, I mean, the, I think this is probably the most you'll ever see me in, which is like a, a light quarter zip and jeans. I don't go past this down here. <laughs> this is fresh gear, by the way. The dive bar gear. Uh, is I, this for sale? A dive bar it, too? it is. I tried to make sure I came outfitted. Yeah, we have yeah. t-shirts, we got hats, we got zip-ups, uh, koozies. I mean, kind of whatever you can slap a label the on. The dad hat is nice. I that, like the dad hat. Yeah, yeah. See? See? You know it's a dad oh, hat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar. I got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Speaking <laughs> of, dive bar is an adult place, but you do allow kids before a particular time. Is that right or no? So at only one of our locations, we're going to do that. So, But at Cornelius and in, 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 uh, Mooresville, it's twenty strictly 21 and up only. Yep. Okay, so when someone walks into Dive Bar and see, they're going down Torrance Chapel, they're turning into shops of the green, they say, oh man, there's Dive Bar right there, let's go in. The experience that they're they're gonna have when they walk in the door, what's that gonna be like? Oh, just, I mean, we so focus on fun. I mean, that is our number, I mean, obviously guest safety, but after that, fun is our number one thing. We literally, last night at the, at the, uh, soft opening. We had people like line dancing and like just like having fun, you know. Um, and the experience is being able to let loose and let your guard down and and meet with old friends and and actually you know get to meet some new ones too. Um, I, you know, I've noticed that about the Lake Norman area. No one's really too afraid to you know poke their head in at the other table and pop into the conversation. I think that's kind of this you know experience that we've created for people is that they feel really comfortable there. Um, they feel like they can have a lot of fun. It's an affordable place. Um, and you've got more to do than just, you know, sit and and stare lovingly into each other's eyes and drink, (laughs) drink alcohol. (laughs) You're talking about the culture of the Lake Norman area right now. Uh, we're talking with uh, Rob Groskoff of dive bar, divebarnc.com opening new location tonight. Cornelius Corntown, new location down Torrance Chapel at shops at the green opening is at 5 PM tonight. So you're talking about the culture of really the lake and it's something I love. So I grew up here. This is this is okay. homeland for me. 
And that's exactly what I do. Bill gets a little embarrassed when I take him to, when we go to lunch together, because I will do just that. I will intervene into someone else's conversation without permission. Mayor Justin. No, absolutely not. No way. Uh, but it is a fun culture. So what drew you into particularly Cornelius, Mooresville, kind of this hyper local focus around the lake? Yeah, and these are two of our kind of smaller locations. So in Hickory, we're at 5,000 square feet. So it's, it's it's quite a bit different. In Mooresville, we're in 1,400. And then right downtown in Mooresville, too. You're right yeah, on Main right Street. Yeah, right on Main Street. Yeah, um, and right below the business we first opened up, 158 on Main. And, you know, I think that with these smaller locations that we have, I think, to your point, we are kind of tapping into a little bit of that culture that, you know, smaller kind of, you know, come as you are, um, you know, uh, people being able to just kind of have fun with each other. And, and I think that's a big part of the lake and a big part of what this area is. I mean, obviously for a lot of people, the lake is a super obvious attraction. It's great, right? Being, being near or on a lake is wonderful. But for me, when I came down here, what sold me was the people. Mm. And so I think that, to kind of parlay that into what we did, it's, you know, taking that culture and just kind of shining a light on it with how we create an experience for people. And I think for a lot of people that has really resonated with them. So for the experience, is it, is there a quarter machine in there and people like get dollars <laughs> out and play games or is it cards? Yeah, we, we, like? we have upgraded to the 21st century. So everything is on credit and debit card. So when you walk into Cornelius tonight, you're just going to pull your credit or debit card out. You're going to press it up against the machine and it's it's as simple as that. So we've tried to make this really easy. Um, you know, for the for the twenty one to thirty crowd, they're like, "What, what do you cash? What what do you mean? Right? <laughs> what, what is that?" Um, and so, do you take Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Can I have, can I have Apple Pay? Uh, so we've tried to make things like really streamlined for those folks. Um, obviously, we've taken a little bit of the nostalgia away of, of feeding quarters in. But um, at the end of the day, I think that it's made the games more approachable. Um, and like I said, it gives you something to do instead of just sit around. So You guys also have a food menu. Do you have a full kitchen or how do you guys do the no, food? No, 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 no. So the, the food menu is just kind of it, – it's like frozen food to heat up. So, you know, frozen pizzas, taquitos, pretzel bites – um, things like that. It's just kind of small little bar food, mozzarella sticks. Uh, we, good, we, I love some good mozz. Don't uh, tell uh, me, me on the good mozz. <laughs> me too. And we do, we do dinosaur nuggets because that's oh. a, little, a little homage to everyone's childhood. <laughs> um, and so, you know, and that's, that's we try and sneak a little of that in, right? You know, a lot of the things in there that you will see is going to be an homage to either things that we really love about other dive bars or our childhood or, you know, I think for – the 40 to 50 crowd, it's, you know, nostalgic, right? And I think for the 21 to 30-year-olds, they think it's retro, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I think it's, it's kind of a sweet spot. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about having fun, so... Is the setup there to where if my wife and I came, she could do whatever she wants and I could get lost in asteroids for like four hours or kind of what, what what's the <laughs> gaming experience like at Dive Bar? Yeah, so it, it depends on the location you go to. For Cornelius tonight, you can expect, you know, there's a basketball game, there's a, a beer pong game called Jet Pong. Uh, the balls pop out of the game and you got to sink the cups. Uh, there's dartboards. Uh, I'm always kind of of the mindset that you, you can't have a dive bar without a dartboard uh so there's a couple dartboards uh there's an adams family pinball which Ooh. for the pinball wizards out there is a huge thing yeah um we 
got really lucky getting that one. Um, and then we've got Buck Hunter, which is my personal Solid. favorite. Oh, yeah. My personal favorite. Classic. Uh, and then there's Guitar Hero. What? Absolutely. I could see some rallying happening in front of the Guitar Hero. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah, some cheering sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Crane Game, because we've learned that people are obsessed with uh, rubber ducks and rubber mushrooms. Yeah, that's funny. And uh, a photo booth, because you got to commemorate your experience. I saw so. that on your social media. I think it was your Instagram yep. last night for the soft opening. Yeah. You guys took the picture of the roll of yes. uh, photos. So that's yes. exciting. Mm-hmm. So Dive Bar's opening uh, tonight in Cornelius, 5 p.m., located down Torrance Chapel, Shops at the Green, 5 p.m., grand opening of the new location. Now, there's multiple locations. We're going to talk about that, Radio Fam, on the other side of the break. Digital Fam, stick with us. We're going to get we're gonna get some exclusive content right now with Rob. We're going to find out really behind the scenes. I'm going to ask these top-notch journalistic questions to find out what really is going on at Dive Bar. Something doesn't seem right. It seems sketchy. 844-STUDIO-4, 844-788-3464. I've been told I'm not allowed to give any more tickets away. Ben Daniels, Senior Director of Sensory, said I gave away too many. Coming back, fam. All right, we're still on digital, Rob. So, okay, beer, wine, and spirits, or just beer and wine? Yeah, full bar, beer, wine, and spirits. So, Like I can um, get me a Jack and Ginger with a lime. Absolutely, yes, yes. Man. Liquors, liquors, one of our our top categories. I would imagine uh, so. Followed very closely by domestic. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like when like you're picking arcade games for this? For it, like, like, is it about like popular games? Like, you're going on Reddit and finding what everyone loves. Are you asking local people, or are you just this arcade game aficionado <laughs> that we need to know about? Uh, somewhere in the middle. Um, you know, honestly, it's it's a little bit of data, right? So, like, what's playing, right? And so, you know, we work with with a company to help us with that. So what, you know, what's playing the best right now? Um, and then again, it's that mix, right? You got to have some things that are nostalgic, i.e. Adam's Family Pinball, uh, Pac-Man, things like that. You also have to have some new stuff, right? So Jet Pong is kind of new and exciting. Sure. Having a basketball game, new and exciting. Is there enough and, space in there? Like if, if someone's playing Jet Pong, because you know, people get rowdy when they play Pong, right? Oh, so yeah. Like it's like bumping into each other. What's that? What's the inner workings like? So you know, Cornelius and Mooresville. It you know it is it's cozy, um, and that's kind of really with these small locations, the atmosphere that we want to create. Really, in all of our locations. Um, but yes, it's gonna be cozy. Uh, it's gonna be one of those kind of snug bars. Um, but I think that that's like part of the thing. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be in a big empty room, with, sure. you know, with, you know, a few other people. Uh, I want to be kind of where the action is. So you got plenty of room to play games. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, but it's going to be a cozy environment. Um, you know, we've got Christmas lights hanging up. We've got dollar bills hanging from the ceiling. A lot of like old vintage NASCAR stuff, liquor, memorabilia, beer tins, neon signs. Um, and then they're great license plate display. It's, it's kind of funny that some of the people that you meet, we've, we have this guy, Gus, in Oklahoma, and he sends us license plates, and there's this other woman from Missouri who sends us beer stickers. And nice. You kind of meet some interesting people along the way. But, um, yeah, our our motto is kind of more is more uh, in terms of, you know, decor and things like that. Uh, and so when you walk in, that that's what you're going to be met with is, is more is more. Yeah. Keep going and just have fun. Have a good time. Absolutely. Is it weird to open at 5 p.m.? Like, does that just feel weird in, like, your daily schedule? 
You know, it used to. My background's corporate. Ah. So, I, you know, I used to be the eight to five, eight to six kind of guy uh, and, you know, transitioning. And then, you know, I went from a pretty decent salary to, you know, $10 an hour bartender kind sure. of on a whim. Because yeah. it just... Change there of was, life. Well, you know, my uh, my 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 father, he's okay, uh, he, but had a heart attack. And, oh, and, I'm so sorry. Um, and then I got laid off at a job at a time. So you kind of have that moment of like, yeah, life's too short to be doing what you're not passionate about. Let's rejoin with the radio fam. Digital fam, thanks for sticking with us. We're rejoining with radio. Good morning, OKN. 7.48 on this Tuesday. It is election day. And if you are registered to vote, you better be out electing people. Is that the right? Electing people. That's what we do. We elect people. Maybe you already did early voting. That's okay, too. I did that. But you definitely want to go day of if you haven't yet. Again, make your voice heard. We are going to have Dave Gilroy, Town of Cornelius Commissioner, in at 8.30 in studio. He's not running again, so I'm going to just be able to ask him whatever I want, and that'll be great. We're sitting down with Rob Groskopf, though, because Dive Bar in Cornelius, the grand opening is tonight, 5 p.m., down Torrance Chapel Road, shops at the Green. You walk in, have a full adulting experience, which is pretty good. That, that's what my wife and I say. We've got a four-year-old and a two-year-old. So every once in a while, I say, let's do some adulting tonight. Let's, let's, let's get Graham Graham <laughs> to babysit, right. and let's go do some adulting. This sounds like a place we will definitely frequent. Talk to me about the name. Did, uh, where do you know where the like the history of the name? Like, how did that come about? Yeah, so we, my 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 partners own a few buildings in downtown Mooresville, and we had opened up one fifty eight on Main. Um, we were downstairs in a in a concrete box uh, as our office. Uh, there was a cricket down there. We named him Ricky. Ricky the cricket. <laughs> and uh, and so we were standing in this in this concrete box. We're like, well, I guess we could lease it out for storage, which you know, blah. And, uh, and then one of my partners was like, well, let's just make it into a bar. And I'm like, yeah, easy decision. Twist my arm. (laughs) Uh, It's Tuesday. (laughs) And so then it, you know, then we're, you know, we had, we were having a beer and, and I was just describing, I'm like, oh man, I loved going to this bar in college. And I was talking about playing Buck Hunter, my favorite game with my buddies, Casey, Dan, Mark, David, all these guys. And, and so, um, my partner Kira was like, oh. You mean like kind of like a dive bar? And I was like, yeah, yeah, kind of like a dive bar. She's like, that's what we should put downstairs. And I was like, this sounds, uh, we're going down a great path right now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, what do you want to call it? And she's like, let's just call it dive bar. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. So that's kind of, it was very just like a, a funny conversation that led to that. And it's, you know, kind of one of those things where we're like a dive bar themed bar. How, what would you describe your role as? Like, do you get involved in the marketing on the all of it, or like, what's your niche like within the the, the process? Yeah, so uh, everything. Um, when you're, you know, the the owner and operator, you're you're everything. Right? Jack of so, all trades. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm helping my accountant out with the accounting, and we're doing the hiring and firing. We're you know, oh, gosh. I've got a marketing firing. guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad part of the job. Uh, we're uh, you know, I've got a mark. I've got a great marketing guy, but you know, keeping that you know engine fed. Um, you know, site development, real estate, contract negotiation. I mean, you name it. It I, I'm I'm doing. You know, and don't get me wrong, I got a lot of support from from my two partners, but um, yeah, no, I, you're doing all of it. So let's let's operator. talk about the space then. So shops at the green, obviously you're leasing the space. Yep. 
what was the process like for you on, you know, finding a site, going through the contract process, and then the outfitting? What's that been like for you? Yeah. So, you know, uh, this one has not been super standard, I will say. So our typical process is we engage with a company out of Texas to do site identification. They have done it routinely for a lot of the household names when it comes to the food industry. Uh, McDonald's, Wendy's, things like that. And they basically take your data and then extrapolate that and say, hey, here are the best markets that you're going to be able to serve in. Um, and so Cornelius was kind of already on the map, um, but we didn't really go through that channel. We we knew that it was on the list. Um, we actually saw a bar for sale, uh, the hideaway, LKN, yeah. which mm-hmm. is who was previously there. Um, and we just kind of jumped at the opportunity. We saw it available um, basically immediately went over there and we're like, you know, what's up? When, when can we close? <laughs> you know, um, it was just, it was a really good opportunity for getting, for us to get in the Cornelius market, proximity to the highway. Um, you know, there's a really good mix of an older and a younger crowd in Cornelius. Um, and you know, we thought that we could provide the space with a very clear brand and clear experience. Um, and then just, you know, dump marketing dollars into it and have a lot of fun and, you know, just make sure that, you know, every single time someone steps in that door, you create an experience they want to come back to. Any issues or and I don't want to call it issues, but um, moments through the process with architecture design or permitting or anything like that that you ran into? Obviously, you guys got an alcohol permit for, for sales. Yeah. Was all of that streamlined and smooth and you guys are used to it by now? Or I will like- tell you that. Uh, so. Is it better than our first experience? Absolutely. We've learned so much. Um, you know, this is now the fifth bar that we're going to well, it'll be. Yeah. Fifth bar that we've opened. So you, you learn some things along the way. Right now, what I will say is that the best laid plans will always go awry in the bar business. Um, and so we had a couple hiccups. Um, you know, mostly it was because it was a smaller space, like things fitting, Um, and then having to pivot and, you know, redo a couple things. And so, you know, by our standards, like everything was super, super minor. Um, we've had some pretty ridiculous surprises on some of our other projects. Um, we had a couple of surprises in Hickory. Um, you know, we're under construction in high point right now opening in December. And so we're hopeful that, you know, that all goes smooth. Um, we're getting better and better. So, you know, each one gets a little bit easier, but I will tell you, uh, that I think that the day that it actually goes perfectly, I should just hang it up. <laughs> What's been the hardest decision you've had to make through the process? I think the hardest decision I've had to make through the process is just priorities. Like I'm such a people guy and I'm getting married in January. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, and so I think the hardest decision is having to you know, really dig in and like do the late hours and spend time away from my fiance and my family. And, um, you have to give so much yourself. I mean, I literally, I got home last night at two, went to bed at two 30, uh, woke up at six 15 this morning and get this man, a pillow, Bill. Get this man a pillow and a cot. <laughs> so, you know, and I was talking to my partners and, you know, Kira, she's like, yeah, no, no rest for the weary. Uh, but it, it's true. You know, I, I believe in what I'm doing so much and I have so much fun with it. It doesn't feel like work. Um, but at the same time that that's a choice, right? Choosing to, to work that much is, is a choice. And I think that's probably been the most difficult thing I've had to grapple with since being down here is I am so obsessed with what I'm doing. I love serving this community, the Lake Norman area. I love being close to my family. Um, 
but it's a choice to work that much. Um, and so that's something I struggle with a lot. I thought you were going to say, yeah, they called me in the back room when we were setting up the room and they said, Rob, you're only going to, you got to choose between buck hunter and duck hunter. I thought that was going to be like the hardest decision. You've ever uh, no, man, I'm pretty real with it. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the big, hairy, audacious goal here? Like you're opening, you got another one coming in high point. What are you guys yeah. trying to franchise? You're trying to take over the world. What's the, what's the big goal here? Yeah. You know, at least stick the dive bar flag all over North Carolina. Um, as a start. So yeah, you know, right now, um, you know, we're going to have our fourth location in, in December. Um, nothing's finalized, so I can't share, but there are, there are two locations that we've identified for, for 24. Um, so yeah, I'm going to get back from my honeymoon and get right Just back, get to, right back to grinding. Get right back to grinding. So, um, you know, I, well, who knows, right. You know, at hopefully next, after next year, we'll have six, um, we, there's been a lot of numbers between the partners talked around about how many locations, but I will just say that, you know, we don't intend anytime soon to be slowing down. Um, I definitely see there being more than six, uh, sure. if everything goes well. Why not so, 20? Why not yeah. 50 or a hundred? You know, <laughs> uh, we're talking with Rob Groskoff, owner of Dive Bar, Dive Bar NC, new location opening in Corntown. That's Cornelius for you non-locals. Uh, tonight, 5 p.m., Torrance Chapel Road, Shops at the Green, 5 p.m., adulting only. That's what we could, that, that could be, a, only, yeah. I could see that as like a neon sign. I, I need to think I need to get that on the front door. <laughs> I, <I'm, laughs> I wouldn't be mad. So you live the entrepreneurial life and I do as well. So my previous life, I was a real estate broker, real estate attorney, sold my law practice, bought the radio station. So for you, what's your future better half do? Does she bring stabilization to the equation for you or what's the dynamic like for you two? Yeah. I mean, she, she brings a lot. Um, and also when you're gone so much, like you just, you have to have someone who holds it down and she does such a great that. Literally I woke up this morning and she like, she, you know, she, she's like, your outfits laid out and you know, all this stuff. I'm like, oh, that's oh, awesome. You know, like, thank God. No, I've been she's... married 10 years. My wife stopped doing that. She's a <laughs> kindergarten teacher. She said, get your butt out of bed. See, we, get the kids dressed. We don't have kids yet. So, so <laughs> see, things might change, but, um, no, she is a labor and delivery nurse down at Novon health. Oh, in, wow. In Huntersville. So, um, so yeah. she's got the stories. Then. Oh yes. My God. Yes. She's working very long nights. Um, and so sometimes we're passing ships. Um, I get home and she's already gone to work mm. and then, you know, she's already asleep and I've already gone for work. So, um, makes it a little bit more difficult, but, um, you know, she also understands hard work and, and the hours because she's also doing that as well. So. Yeah. What, what do you want people to know about, about tonight? If they're, if they were to come out and they were to say, Hey, uh, I'm thinking about coming out, but Rob convince me, convince me that, that this is worth my adulting time <laughs> yeah. I've got tonight. What would you tell people? Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that for it, it's very much vote with your dollars. Right. And so what I can promise everyone is that we're going to provide you with a very fun experience. Um, you know, you're going to be able to come out, let your hair down, uh, play some games, listen to some music. We've got a jukebox. You can put on exactly what you want to listen to. Um, and so, you know, what better than that? You're going to have really affordable drinks, really affordable food. Uh, you're going to be playing whatever music you want. You're going to be able to play games. You're going to be hanging with your friends. We've got an outdoor patio. Um, I mean, I, I don't really know what's better. You got outside, you got inside, you got games. It sells itself, <laughs> people. It's just my goodness. <laughs> Rob Groskov, owner of Dive Bar, DiveBarNC.com. New location in Corntown opening tonight down Torrance Chapel. Shops at the Green, 5 p.m. 
There's multiple locations. Maybe you're in Mooresville. Have you been to the one in downtown Mooresville? You got to go to Main Street. Check it out there, too. I like having multiple locations that close. So you can kind of, you can almost form like teams, like Mooresville Dive Bar. We're going to beat you today on Duck Hunter, Buck, Buck Hunter. That's, I can see that. Hey, look, I'm just throwing out <laughs> league style, league style fun. Thanks, Rob. We appreciate the time. Thank you. Hope, uh, I'm really excited to see the future of the business. I think it's going to go well in the community. Thank I think it's you. Culturally, it fits well. Good morning, fam. A little news for you. And then you got Dave Gilroy next hour. Good morning, OKN. 8.06 on this election day. If you're registered to vote and you haven't voted yet, I give you permission to leave work early. Tell your boss, Justin said, I got to go vote. I have to. It's my democratic right. It's an official protected class at the federal level. I must go. Tell him I said that. Let's see how many many, uh, know the rules. That's a law, right? Like you're allowed to leave work to go vote, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I got to go vote. They open at 630. Right. There, there's people at the polls right now. Right. Yeah, I wanted standing to go there. before work, but I didn't. <laughs> Are you going to where, where where do you live in Charlotte? You live in Center City. Where where? Well, I guess technically that's at Fourth Ward, but, I, you know, you're you don't know. Mm. We can look it up. You know it's all public, right? You can look up everybody's record like online. Correct. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah, I'll find out. That's all you got to do. Yeah. You just got you got to find out. That's what it takes. You got to try a little. You know, FAFO. Isn't that what they say? Oh, wow. Isn't that what they tell you? I guess. Isn't yeah. that what life's about? <laughs> that is <laughs> it. <laughs> is that? You know who found out last night was Monday Night Football. Have you have you watched the the Peyton experience? I actually have not. Uh I've tuned in a couple of times. It's very funny because now whenever I watch things, especially like live, the way they kind of do it, where it is similar to almost what we're doing in, in a live way. action. Right. Um, you can just see the kind of quirks of, of live production. Yeah. Um, Building in public. Right. With people who are obviously experts. <laughs> so um, and they and they're always working with multiple people from all sorts of locations and everything like that. So I did not watch last night. Uh, like I said, I had to catch up on some shows. Right. I'm a little behind my quota. But, um, the Wire in particular? The Wire. It's a it's a wide array of shows, actually. I go I from uh, One Tree Hill to... Uh, Isn't that an old show? Yeah. Okay. Very old. Very okay. old. I have no business watching that show. <laughs> I cannot relate to anyone. <laughs> well, last night on Monday Night Football, it was the Jets and the Chargers, for those who care. What I was really focused on was the fact that Eli and Peyton Manning, right on ESPN2, they, they do this kind of play-by-play where forget Troy Aikman and Chris Buck. I'm going to listen to Peyton and Eli. Well, they have guests on, and they had Arnold Schwarzenegger on last night during Monday Night Football. We've got the clip, and also WSICnews.com, the social platform. Let's play this Twitter clip uh, from, from last night. Happening more. Oh, what is what is What is that? It, that donkey looks like you eating, Peyton. There's a donkey. All right. We're going to break. We're going to break, Peyton. We'll be back. Eli didn't know what to do. Like, there's all of a sudden a donkey in, in front of Arnold. Arn- what is this? Is this a donkey? Is this a, is this a donkey? donkey? looks like you eat it. And in the video, you see how enthralled Peyton Manning is, and he just gets excited. He's giddy, right? Watch. He picks up the bo- Yeah, let's throw the football, baby. Let's get a little, get a little donkey action going on there. That was a cool clip. So that's the kind of experience of football. Like, that's how you break some boundaries. I think you get more people into the audience. 
you know, you throw donkeys on the screen or funny clips like that, I might be able to have the game on a little bit longer. Now, my dad, my dad was a Jets fan my whole life. He would tell me stories about his dad and him would go to the games. His dad would be like, the Jets would be down by like 20 and it'd be like three minutes left of the game. And his dad would be like, no, they're going to come back. We're staying. I don't care if it's two degrees outside and snowing. We're staying. So for me, the, the, the Jets hold a special place in my heart. How about Aaron Rodgers back on the field throwing the ball after the, the torn Achilles? Did you see the clips of him throwing the ball? I did. You think he comes back this season? He's tossing it like Uncle Rico. You think he's coming back this season? No. Not at all? No. Not even close? Uh, no, I just don't think. There's a difference between being, being ready and, like, ready, ready. What if, he, what if he comes back, like, playoffs? Are they making the playoffs? Uh, that's what people are saying. I don't know if they are. Did they win last night or the, char- the Chargers were up pretty good last night? Yeah, the Chargers beat up on them pretty good. Do you think they should have a loser's bracket playoff? You know, uh, I, I have a background in lacrosse, right? And the PLL, the Professional Lacrosse League, they actually had a bracket for those who were not in the playoffs. Okay. And it was a... They didn't call it the loser's bracket. No, it, but it was a competition to see who got the first overall pick. It's a way to keep people playing hard. Um you know, I like that. Yeah, Panthers could be in it. Yes. Will we win it? No. Probably not. maybe. <laughs> Probably. Biggest loser. That's a show. That's a right. that's a thing. You know, and uh, right. maybe maybe that's how we we keep our fan base. Right. So this kind of like secondary bracket almost uh, builds your draft class out the other way. Well, I I, I I don't know if it would lead to parity though. It would definitely lead to parity in some form or fashion. An acceptable level of parity? Sure. Debatable. Right. Debatable. It's a weird time of year with sports. I I feel almost overwhelmed because you've got football. We just finished on baseball. I mean, I didn't watch any baseball, so it doesn't matter. Sure. But then you've also got basketball as well. Yep. And NASCAR just finished up. So, like, literally October, one of the craziest months of sports, I think, out of the year. Yes. Because you got so many happening. Correct. But I do wonder if, like, there's room for more, like, different kinds of sports. Should we start exploring sports in a different way? How do you mean? Well, I came across this concept, uh, particularly in China. They have the bed-making competition. Yes. Have you seen the videos of the bed-making competition? I think I even saw a forklifting competition in Germany. And I was like, then now that's some stuff right there. <laughs> so I think, like, we as Americans need to start exploring different types of sports. Right. Okay. Is ESPN the Ocho a real thing, or was that always made up? I think they did lean into that. I thought they did, too, at one point. They did. So I think, I don't know if it's its own channel. I don't know that. Maybe live stream? But I think, like, some days they'll go, like, all right, we're going Ocho today. Yeah. It's like... Like Dodgeball. Correct. Like, that's where it started with, I think, was Dodgeball, right? The movie. That was That was early 2000s? Uh, Yeah, I would have to say so. I'd have to guess. In the before time. In the, <laughs> I always forget. Is that what we're calling the 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 time that was? Yeah. How are we the time that it? was the time that was. Yeah, it was pre twenty nineteen. For those who haven't figured that out, right? I just thought that was. I thought it would be a good idea. I think it kind of levels the well, playing there field. There are different kind of athletes. There out are there. right. Like baseball's at the bottom of the list, and then you work your way up. <laughs> that's just how it goes, and that's okay. Could that's, you imagine getting paid? Thousands of dollars. I'm going to start with thousands to, to make beds. 
Well, it's a thousand dollars a month because it's minimum wage. So yeah. it's a few thousand dollars a month. Uh, yeah, no, I could see that happening. In fact, people do it. Um, hospitality. Here comes the nectar team. <laughs> Here comes Team Temperpedic. That's our, oh, Team Temperpedic sponsored by now. That's, oh, right. that's what I'm saying. Oh, right. You you think about my pillow, right? Here's the my pillow, exactly. the Lindells. That's that's how, that's how you do it there. Eight four four Studio Four. What kind of sport would you want to see? As the phones ring, eight four four Studio Four. That's eight four four seven eight eight three four six four. What kind of sport do you think we should be adding to the lineup? What what are you good at? And that's okay. We can turn anything into a sport. Anything you want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it's as long as what? How do you define a sport? I guess we gotta look that up. As long as it fits the definition of a sport. Do you have the definition of a sport? Like, what do you think? What? How, how would you describe sport? Um, any sort of like competition, whether it's got to be competition level against yourself or an atmosphere or an environment against yourself. Um, yeah, or an environment against the environment. Right. We're pro. We're pro fossil fuel. No, I'm talking about an environment. Oh, in and in a location. Yes. Got it. Yeah. That's how we describe it. Competition against either opponent, oneself, or an environment. That sounds like a sentence I would put together on a Friday. To which? To which we will experience this Friday. Do you think you'll be able to use the word levity in a uh, when you're talking to Commissioner Gilroy? Good morning, LKN. Eight eighteen. Happy Tuesday to you. Election day for the local municipalities. If you have not voted yet and you are registered to vote, today is your day. Make your voice heard. Find out which precinct you got to go to and go there. You can search online and find what that precinct is that you need to go to. I'll get you that URL in a minute. But first, we got to take a look at traffic. Things were popping off in Troutman. Jeff with iCats on the phone. Rideicats.com, alternative transportation. Jeff, how are things looking on the streets now? Good morning, Justin. Uh, there's heavy congestion, uh, 77 south from Langtree, exit 31 uh, to 485. Uh, several spots along the way, there's uh, slowdowns. Uh, going into the Queen City, 77 south uh, is backed up uh, from about uh, uh, the Brookshire Freeway. Uh, so things are slowed down there. Uh, 77 north. Uh, from 485 up to uh, Cornelius, uh, heavy congestion. So just uh, take a little extra time. Be careful as you're heading to work or wherever you're going today. You want to take it, take it smooth and be safe out there. Jeff, three bucks to get to the city of Charlotte each way. You can cruise the HOV lane with Jeff. Uh, Jeff, we were just talking about additional sports. Um, found something uh, in China, bed-making competition. Do you think that should be considered a sport here in the States? I've never heard of that, and uh, I I don't think that would be too popular. (laughs) All right. Fair analysis from Jeff, as the usual. And also the day where ICATS goes to uh, the VA in Salisbury, uh, another place maybe the world bed making championship could occur a hospital seems like a place with a lot of beds so just throwing that out there jeff uh we'll let that one sink in a little bit we'll check in with you and see if maybe you've changed your mind next week how about that all right well you have a great day (laughs) thanks jeff you too
he didn't want to he didn't he didn't like the bed making competition sport he didn't think that was going to be popular he's just driving through traffic he's more concerned about that right now right. that's a sport that is driving through traffic that is now don't go grand theft auto on it but it is a sport well do what the game tells you to do do the game tells you to do the game tells you today's voter day that's how the game works is you got to vote and so here's i found out uh vt dot n c s b e dot gov they couldn't have made it any easier of a website <laughs> to go search for your voter registration vt dot n c s b e dot gov there you go that's the simplistic url so bill i looked you up okay you got to go vote at bradley middle school okay bradley middle school is your spot to vote today awesome so I've make sure before. you've been there before. Uh, you're I, gonna, I wonder what it looks like now. I haven't seen it in a long time. I haven't been inside in a long time. I've driven right. past it a few times. What does it look like? Outside? Same. Don't they have that huge like sports kind of complex, like all those fields and everything next to it? There is that, which or is, is that actually next to elementary. elementary. So that's that's not Barnett. Is that Barnett? I think so, yeah. Barnett Elementary, and then there's playing fields directly adjacent to Barnett Elementary. We're, we're talking about down on Beatty's Ford Road. So Bill and I actually went to Bradley Middle School together, 7th and 8th grade. You were the mascot. Yeah. Me and my boy Don. Don Juan. Yeah. Wow. R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, that was after J.M. Did you go to J.M. Alexander for 6th grade? Where did you go for 6th grade? I did not. You went to the German school for 6th grade? Was that the German school? Well, my ship landed kind of halfway through 6th grade year. And then, um, yeah. Where was the ship? Like you're you you were born a sixth grader? No, I'm an alien. Nice. I'm just kidding. I went to uh, where did I go? Smith. No, it's a language academy. Was that part of your German background? Uh, yeah. Well, I went from Bronze Avenue Elementary to yeah. Then there was a Smith Language Academy. Um, yeah. Did 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 the school speak multiple languages? Like was German or was German the primary? So Smith Language Academy had like French class, um, Spanish. And German, I believe. What's your favorite memory of German class? Um, probably right walking in, right from the jump, and the teacher just talking German to me like I know German. From day one. Right, but I'm just a kindergartner. And you had to learn it. And I just had that, that that's how you learn it. <laughs> so Demi speaks three languages. She speaks English, obviously. This is so impressive. Do you think she's ever had a dream in another language? a good question right i'd have to say yes particularly like she lived in canada in a greek household speaking greek while attending french school wow so she lived in montreal she obviously spoke english her family deep greek real greek Mm -hmm. speaking greek in the house and then she'd attend french school i'd have to believe there was some type there's probably some confusing dreams sure Imagine blending languages. Right. Like, like if you spoke German, then I spoke English, and then you spoke French, and I, you know, what? imagine that like... Right, while we're on the topic of dreams, yeah. have you ever had a dream of a... Yes. Where your cell phone's in it? I mean, we use them all the time. It's a fair question. I'm trying to think specifically if I've had my Why cell phone. Why are the hmm. phones... No. Not in dreams. Like you can't communicate with someone via phone in a dream. Right. Or it's never like, 
Oh, I feel like I I've seen like a device self- in my, a dream, but mm-hmm. have I physically picked it up and began communicating with that device? Right. Not that I can recall. Or like a nightmare of like, where's my phone? Where's well, that's my just daytime. Phone? Right. That, that's <laughs> my life. <laughs> that's, that, that's just where you I'm can not do dreaming. You can do this whole thing. Oh, wow. So you just have the, that's why I do the watch. That's the cool. real reason why we do the watch is right. so like in case you lose it. It's purely right. for like an alarm. That's what like you spend that. the money on for that. No, I, 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 now that you mention it, I have not, that I can recall, had a dream that included me discussing having a conversation on my right. cell phone. Right, a cell phone. Very strange, right? I don't know what to make of it, but someone figure it out. <laughs> Who can, who's the thought leader in this space? That's what we need to find out. The thought leader on, oh. I've, Sorry. No, it's I can definitely a, pause. Let me apologize. Oh no. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's time for the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. Presented by Nelson Royals, NelsonRoyals.com, or right down 150, the store with the horse on top. All your uh, outdoor wear, saddlery needs, work wear, boots. If you've uh, seen the horse on the roof, you haven't gone too far. That's it. That's it. Um, so let's start out with some good news. Uh, any NBA fans out there? Nope. Oh. Yeah, no, there's some. I mean, there are. There okay. are. Yeah. All right. Well, they have just done a study that uh, confirms that the Charlotte Hornets uh, is probably the best value in the league right now. Um, wow. And they just got they just got done being sold. Right. The uh, NBA average for a family of four to buy tickets, a couple of beers, two sodas, four hot dogs, and to pay for parking this season is a little over three hundred dollars. Whereas in Charlotte, in Charlotte, fans will spend an average of one fifty eight. Wow. So that's, you know, about half. That's pretty good. That's I mean, that's good for his fans, but not good for ownership that just bought a multi-billion dollar team. Sure. Sure. Ketchup not included on the hot dog, by the way. Right. Yeah, you do have to do that on your own. Yeah. Um, okay. That's I mean, that's good for, for the people of, of, of the community. Yes. We like that. That is good. Yes. Um, so, bad news. Uh-oh. Receipts. What do you know about them? <laughs> what? Paper? Yeah. Mm, not much. Every time I get asked, do you want a receipt? Nah. Turns out they got deadly carcinogens in them. What? Yeah. Like how bad? Sorry, I don't mean deadly, deadly. <laughs> not good for you. Not, not good. Do not rub deadly? yourself. Do not dry your body off in receipts. About 80% of them contain... Uh, <clears throat> this is an article from WSOC. They tested 250 <laughs> receipts from stores and restaurants around the country and found that 80% of them contain the chemical called bisphenol... Bisphenol S or BPS. So you might be familiar with like BPA, right? Like BPA free. Oh, yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So this is in that same family. That doesn't Um, sound good. They've switched from BPA to BPS um, and BPS also not good for you. Not good for you. So um, just something to consider. Um, Trust me, I did try to look up the difference between BPS and BPA. That was a... BPS leads to IBS. You better be careful. Yes. All right. So yeah. Take it seriously. And then uh, I got some ugly news. I got some ugly news. I know it's not national election season, um, but ABC News did a poll. Uh Uh-oh. And this is a pretty staggering number here. ABC poll found that 76% of Americans believe the country's headed in the wrong direction. 76? 76. That's a big number. That is a big number. That's ugly. So typically how that would translate to is the current administration not looking too hot. That, that's, that's what, that what I took out of the article. To. So that is my rendition of good, bad, and ugly. 
Um, do you think that locally, given that today's election day, we'll go, we'll bring this back local. Do you think locally we're moving in a positive direction? Um, ah! I'm not sure. Yes, I think we are. I think so, we are. So on a scale of one to 10, you'd put that at like a three. Uh, I'm not sure. Yes. Or six, six. Okay. So you're on the other side. Of, right. So you're in the positive range. Right. I'll okay. Keep it, I, I like to keep it positive. Sure. Um, but that's all I got. For Is there any concern you have? Like, what's your concern of the local community? Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's kind of an on-the-spot question. I haven't really thought it out. That, well, that was the point of the question. Right. I haven't really thought it out, to be honest. So I, I couldn't tell you an honest or worthwhile answer that would be worth anyone's time. Well, uh, that's debatable. It, it, it's always interesting, too, where we're at different seasons of life. Like, everyone's at different seasons of life. And that's what makes, I think, our community so unique. Right. What do I want? I want a house. I want someone to, I, I want to buy a house. Okay. Right. That's positive. Right. I'd like that. Yeah. That's a, that's a completely different conversation. Local government will not be able to solve the housing sure. price situation. They just won't. Right. They will not be able to. They could throw all the money in the world. They could spend their entire budget on quote unquote affordable housing. Right. They will never solve the issue. Sure. And that, that makes sense. It's the reality. I don't care what the rhetoric is. I don't care what the lines are. They will never solve the issue. Right. The market will dictate. Right. I'm ready to own something, though. Oh, we're going to get you a house. All right. You keep gonna, an eye out for me. 844 Studio 4. You got a house for Bill to buy in the listener area? <laughs> Let's call a home 844 <laughs> Speaking of elections, Commissioner Dave Gilroy of the town of Cornelius coming up next. Stick with us, fam. Good morning, LKN. 833. Happy Tuesday to you. It's election day. This is a big day. For everyone who's ever complained, written a Facebook post, social media post, written a strongly worded letter, and have not voted, here's the word for you today. Hypocrite! Because elections matter. It's the opportunity to make your voice heard. So if you're going to complain, you got to go out and vote. Voting is important. I've got a voting expert here in the studio with me. We've got Commissioner Dave Gilroy joining me in studio here in Studio C. Commissioner Gilroy, it's good to see you. Yeah, good morning, Justin. And, you know, you just made the main point. Um, it's good to be on the show this morning because I'd love to encourage people to vote. It's really it's really somewhat sad and, and even disturbing when you look at the numbers. Um, you know, traditionally in these off-year elections— where you just don't have any federal action, state action, it's just local, yokel politics, um, the turnout is abysmal, right? It can be, you know, traditionally 10% of Statesville was 3.5% of registered voters a few weeks ago. 3.5% of Astonishing, isn't it? Astonishing. And so when you think about that, if registered in a you know, in a town like ours with our demographics, we probably have 60, 70 percent registered. But you're still then looking at one in 15, one in 20 citizens are going to make the decision, yeah. you know, as to what the local leadership is for the next two years. And, you know, having served on this board for eight terms, 16 years, you don't get, seem that let's old. Get to term, you don't let's seem get to term that... late in a little bit. <laughs> um I can just tell you guys, I mean, these decisions make a difference. 
you know, you can go about your life and, and some people, and I'm sure a lot of people don't even know where town hall is in Cornelius, but um, believe me, when you get up and, and go to work, uh, when you drive on these roads, when you put your kids in these schools, when you depend on our, you know, our public safety resources, police and fire, and especially when you, you know, get out and write that check once a year for your tax bill, um, you can point at this town board as linchpin in shaping all of the above, right? These decisions really do matter. They impact your quality of life. I would describe you as fiscally conservative. Would you agree with that? Yes, yes, definitely. I mean, it's just always, it's always just rankled me um, <clears throat> the uh, the extent to which government spending, and I think everybody recognizes this at the federal level, where it's just candidly <clears throat> obscene, right? It, I mean, I it's think it's not even logical at this point. I think it's so out of control, so immensely ridiculous that um, that you know people just laugh about it now, and it, and that's disturbing, but. Um, you know, and, and at state level, we've actually just had some great leadership, but, but I think, and so we've had, you know, in the last 10, 12 years, we've had, we've had a good run in terms of, um, managing our spending at state level, but, uh, but yeah, at local level, uh, it, it's a problem spending, um, the forces at work that encourage governments to spend, 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 are um, are super challenging, and you know we might get into that, but uh, that's always been a concern of mine, and so um, you know it's one of the reasons why I uh, I ran for office so many years ago. So you're not running now, but take me back to the beginning. To what was the moment when you decided I- I'm going to run for for town board? Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I I have uh, told this story many times. Um, I kind of I went to high school in the northern Virginia suburbs of D.C an extremely high growth area during the uh, the 80s. And then I spent some time in the suburbs of Atlanta um, early in my career in the 90s and another suburban high growth area. And what I witnessed in both cases is uh, when growth is not managed, it's not planned, um, it can really get out of control, it can get it can get intrusive. It can impact the quality of of your life, and and I saw that in the suburbs of Atlanta, the suburbs of D.C., where if you just keep building, especially residentially, that's the key. Residentially and high density residential is the um, is the is can be a, a source of of real of real problems because what happens is. The, the transportation infrastructure is quickly overwhelmed. You know, there are, and I, and I've, I have a brother who lives in Alpharetta now, um, so I, I'm down there again many years later. And, you know, you come out of your house, your neighborhood in the morning in, in, in that part of Atlanta, good luck if you have to make a left turn, right, at a, at a road. <laughs> I mean, you could be there 10 minutes, right? It just all gets all clogged up. And so, you know, you see that, you see that, every day, kind of all day with roads. But if you have kids, you know, you see the overcrowding in the schools as well. And then again, if you're if you're paying taxes and everybody pays taxes, whether it's through their rent bill or it's, it's directly property tax, you know, you also see the the pressure that builds on resources like police and fire when you grow the you grow the area too fast residentially. Again, the key is residential. Yeah. 
Do you think mixed use is a good answer for to balance between residential and commercial? Yeah, I mean, I mean, certainly we 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 uh we like we like mixed use. I mean, um, people want to live in you know lifestyle centers where the residential is matched with uh, retail and services, and there's walkability, and that takes some of the edge off residential. Um, oftentimes, um, especially in a in a, a suburban, um, some would say bedroom community like Cornelius, um, the real the real valuable thing is that economic development kind of growth, right? So if we can create um, job centers, you know, a corporate headquarters, a division headquarters, uh, business parks um, for entrepreneurs to start businesses, um, this hospital that's going to go up across the highway. It's a big Cornelius. old building right now. Atrium you know, has built a big old building. Yeah, a lot of people will work there, right? A lot of people work there and... You know, my wife, my wife commutes uh, three days a week to South Charlotte, right? I mean, that's no fun, right? No. And we still have a lot of people doing that in Cornelius, right? So you definitely want the job centers to utilize the land as opposed to just another apartment complex. And I'm not, I'm not inherently against apartment complexes, but many years ago when I first got involved, um, you know, we, we, we realized we were already saturated because of the history and the lake community. It had just naturally gone down that path of, of intensive residential development. And so you look around and you realize, you know, God, 80% of the land is already, is already um, residential, many of it high density. And so you just say, enough is enough. I mean, if 85%, 84% of our tax base is residential, we have a problem. But that's the answer to your original question, Justin. I just, I, I came here in 2000. I looked around and I thought, this is a spectacular place to live. I mean, look at the lake. Look how close we are to, a, you know, an NFL-sized city. Um, look at the climate. Look International at, look airport. The nature of the people. Yeah. They're so friendly. The airport, I mean, the mountains, the beach. I mean, just you just sort of, and I've lived all over the world, all over the country, all over the world. And I just thought, you know, I'm not going anywhere. I'm here for the for the rest of my life. And so um, while I had never been a government guy, <laughs> I'm an entrepreneur like you. Mm-hmm. And I've always sort of, you know, somewhat disdained government. Um, I just, I, I volunteered for the planning board back in, God, it was probably 01, 02, because I wanted to have... Um, some visibility and maybe some some say in how we were going to develop the town, how we we're going to manage the town over the long term. So that's what got me involved. And then and then and then once I once I was on the planning board and, and saw how we were managing growth, I, I I also saw what was going on with the budget, and I found that fairly disturbing. <laughs> even back then, it's got so much worse since then. But even back then, and so that's what. Um, motivated me to throw my my, uh, hat in the the ring. So that was the beginning, but now you're not running again. So why not? Yeah, I mean, it's just been, you know, a lot of years, um, uh, you know, 16 years on the board. And I just felt like, um, you know, maybe it's it's an opportunity to to give uh, some others a chance. Um, I just felt a little bit... uh, uh, like I needed a new challenge just on a personal level. And um, uh, as some people know, I've, I've, I've gotten into officiating youth sports. So I, um, I've been refereeing football this, uh, this whole fall at the high school level, middle school level. <laughs> and, um, and I'm just, uh, just now finishing up the training for basketball. So I'll be officiating basketball 
during the winter season. Um, I love sports. Um, I love kids. Um, I think sports can be incredibly character building for kids, for youth. And so it's, uh, it's fun to be around those athletes. It really is. I do want to get into the numbers. We're, we're going to save that for the next segment because I, I, that's not a short conversation as far as budgets go in town. And you've got a lot of financial. That's your background, right? Is finance. Is that right? It is. It is. Yeah, I'm a corporate finance guy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good to have on the local level because there's this is people's money. This is people's town. This is, But you've got such a small group. So we've got about a minute till we go to break. Digital fan, we're going to stick with you during the break. The concept of development projects and approvals and, and all that, and, and we talk about commercial. Can I ask you about a specific project by chance? Is that of okay? Course. Absolutely. So the Bailey Road Flex Space Industrial Park. Yeah. The, the residents of the adjacent neighborhood obviously came out and said, we don't want this here. Yeah. How do you find balance when you look at an individual neighborhood with an adjacent property plus then the entire town? How do yeah. you factor all that in to say what's good for the town? Yeah, that was a tough one. That was a really, really difficult one. Um, projects like that, which I just mentioned a minute ago, you know, that was a job creating my, relatively modest scale business park. Um, there was really nothing intrusive about it. It was going to be right off of Bailey Road. I think we got the infrastructure right there. Those kinds of projects, when those have come up um, over the last 20 years when I've been involved, every single one of them has been 5-0, right? 5-0, absolutely. Thank you, Mr. Developer, Miss Developer, for investing in our town. We really appreciate it, right? Yeah. This would have gone down the exact same path, except... As you mentioned, it's not too far away from Bailey's Glen, which I know very, very well. Real quick, we're going to take a break. Radio fam, we're coming back. Digital fam, stick with us. You bet. All right, so we're so still with digital. software to manage this. Yeah, time. so this is the radio station. This is how it's done right here. It's yeah. all uh, software, and uh, we can have multiple studios. So you we got all Statesville. your inventory of ads, yep. announcements, whatever queued up. Yep. And so... You just need to push a button? Or? So, yeah, Bill's driving oh, out there, yeah, yep, okay. and and then this is pretty automated here once we schedule and all that, and and that's really what, like, the programming side is, is how do you want overall the sound to be, and that's what we really changed. So July 1st, when I came into ownership, I chopped Sean Hannity day one. So, like, I, the social media trolls came out in droves, <laughs> Republicans eating their own. That does uh, happen, uh, too, right, yeah, for the conservatives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little about— uh, so we on, I see you're in a suit every you day, every morning. I got the phrase. Look, going. Oh, I'm going I thought it was Frasier. radio. Are we on camera or what? Well, yeah, we are video streamed. <laughs> yep, we are video streamed. Every all local content gets video streamed as well, so okay. it's a good time. All right, all right let's talk personally about your thoughts better. on the on the town. We'll come back to the Bailey Bailey Road project when we get back on radio. Okay. So for the digital side, like restaurant wise, kind of businesses that you'd like to see come in. Like, what are some new businesses that you think would be fit well with the culture of Cornelius? Well, you just actually talk to talk to one that um, that new dive bar dive bar um, in uh, in shops on the green. You know, I live out the end of Torrance Chapel, and um, you gonna frequent I've dive bar? Been trying to yeah, I've always been trying to help. Um, <laughs> the uh, that's it. That's that's a that's a location that's kind of tucked away. Yeah, and um, you got to know that stuff's of course, there. Got to be a destination, yeah. and yeah. Um, and so I've always tried to to help um, and bring my you know, my meetings and stuff to, uh, 
to whoever's been there in that space. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. Do Every you like family. the Indian? Do you like Indian food? Sure. Yeah, Songums is uh, is a staple. Uh, in our family. You um, go to the buffet on Friday? <laughs> Many times over the years. Okay. Yeah, my wife's a big fan as well, and our kids. So, and mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit of, oh, I don't want to get, that's a deeper topic. Are you okay talking about the last election, how with you and your wife running simultaneously? Are you will, or are you? It's two elections ago. Two elections ago. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> of yeah. course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. We'll wait to get back on that too with the radio <laughs> fan there. So, because uh, that was an interesting moment, it right? In the hilarious. town. It was a very interesting moment in it the was town. Hilarious. But you were so real about it, I it feel like, hilarious. even in that situation which I, which I thought like obviously like I remember the sign at Alexander Farms and all that right like so it was hilarious it's yeah. a it's an interesting interesting time in our town uh, we'll talk about budget a bit too um, I have no doubt you have thoughts on it and I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on transportation are there true things we can do to solve this transportation issue is it more well, let me ask you when we come back. I, yeah, I, it's me... probably another day. <laughs> we, should, we should cover the budget. And, and I want to thank these guys for, for running. I mean, it's uh, it's a hell of a chore. Yeah. You know? Good morning, LKN848. Good morning to you. It is election day. Today's the day where you get to make your voice heard. If you've ever complained about leadership, well, I don't want to hear you complain again if you don't vote. That's my rule. You can complain all you want as long as you vote. If you don't vote, you shouldn't be allowed to complain. The tech company surely could get that data to know if you voted or not, and then they could big brother this thing and just shut all the complainers down. What about that? You think that works, Commissioner Gilbert? Yeah, I mean, the voting, as you said, voting records are public, purely public, and so... um you know, you want to be engaged, yeah. right? You want to vote and you want to be communicated with by the candidates. And uh, voting is what um, what gets you on the list for that. It's it's a process to run for the uh, run for an office. It's elections are tedious, I would say, even at a local level. What's been the biggest lesson you've learned on the election side of things? You know, it's it is hard work. It is hard work. And on the ballot today, as you know, is uh, should we go to four year terms instead of two year terms? You know, the answer is no. I think everybody should vote no on that. You really want two year terms so that you preserve this accountability. Yeah. And that's and specific people, to Cornelius. Uh, yeah, ballot. yeah. Yes. Cornelius ballot. And people have to face the voters every two years. They have to answer questions. They have to be um you know, accountable for the decisions they've made in the prior two years. They need to make new promises, right? Because it's a dynamic town and things change. The only reason why that question's on the ballot, candidly, is candidates are, are, are lazy. They'd rather <laughs> they'd rather not have to campaign every two years. Um, four years sounds uh, sounds easier. And and my hat's off. And we can't. We just can't do that, right? But but my hat's off to the uh, the, the ten candidates that are that are out there standing at the polls as we speak. Justin, 6.30 this morning, my gosh. Because they've just wrapped up several weeks of a lot of work, a lot of work. Um, you know, early voting uh, is is so important because, um, you know, as we talked about, if only 10% of registered voters are going to vote, then so much of what you might do before voting starts, you could go stand at a shopping center or you could go walk neighborhoods, you could go to events and you could be super outgoing and go shake everybody's hand at the festival. But, you know, nine times out of 10, you're not talking to a voter, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're just having a conversation with a neighbor or something and they're just not going to vote. It yeah. just turns out they don't vote. And so the one thing you know about early voting is you're talking to a voter and not only are you talking to a voter, you're talking to a voter like seconds before they vote, right? So you just have to be out there. 
And that's what's excruciating about campaigning um, and why a lot of these guys would, would, would love four-year terms so they don't have to do it, is early voting is hours and hours and hours for days and days and days. And it just is tough. Yeah, how do you do any other work? At the <laughs> curb, right? You just have to do it. So um, again, uh, God bless the 10 folks that, uh, that put their hat in the ring and are running for office. They've worked really hard. They're going to be standing out there you know, from 6.30 to 7 or 7.30 tonight. And, um, you know, they'll be very, very glad when it's over. Mm. Um, to answer your question, though, I'm not a super outgoing guy. I'm not the kind of extrovert that you are, Justin. <laughs> That's just not in my DNA. I'm not super social. But, um, you know, I've, I, was, I, was, I was surprised by how, how much I enjoyed um, – what happens on a campaign, um, especially in the early days when no, when I didn't know a lot of people, I wasn't known, and you just get you just get pulled into these conversations with anybody, anytime, anywhere, um, because we all share the community, right? And we all share um, what's going on with our town and how it impacts our our quality of life. So um, that was fun because I do I do enjoy meeting new people and, and having uh, conversations over the issues. Do so. you think Cornelius still maintains uh, reasonableness in conversations, or at times has it seemed so visceral that it's 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 an issue? You know, I, I, I because of of as I just said, um, I'm not a natural social media guy, um, so I haven't been around Facebook since the last election cycle. So I don't know. I mean, you tell me, what's it, what has it looked like in the last six or eight weeks? Oh, I'm not running for office. So I I can go eat at a restaurant and have no issue. That's where it gets tough, right? It's, um, it's not so much the interactions in person because, you know, people, people conduct themselves in a different way. Keyboard warriors. In the room. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, (laughs) so you'd have to just, you'd have to go out and see what the level of vitriol looks like on social media. Um, you know, I, it doesn't feel to me as contentious, perhaps, right. um, as it has in the past. You know, two years ago, we had the, um, you know, the situation where the incumbent board had just gone out of their sh- shoes approving high-density residential. Um, I mean, they were just maniacal about it. And, and it was all within the last, you know, six or nine months prior to the election um, a lot of approvals that made zero sense, right? And so it was fairly easy for um, a group of us to come together and point that out. And so we we flipped that board entirely. Um, so that was that was a little bit, as I recall, that was a little bit controversial because there was a real issue at stake. Are we going to keep building apartment complexes as far as the eye can see in every direction? And, and, you know, basically ruin our quality of life here over the next 10 or 20 years, or are we going to be more careful about it? And so we we are now. Circling back then, this going with participation, during the previous segment, we started talking about the Bailey Road Flex Space Industrial Project. Yeah. And how do you balance the needs of the community, the rights of the property owner, adjacent properties? I mean, that is a classic well, here, example. Here is what's so tough about it. Bailey's Glen, right, is a very specific kind of community, right? It's an age-restricted community. It's close-knit. Um, my mom lives there, right? I own a house there. It's it's a it's a community that um, that uh, not everybody has been here for a long time, right? They may have moved here to uh, to retire in their last stages of life, perhaps. And and I think what happened is. Um, they got super, super riled up, right? Um, 
a resident there and run our parks department in the past was and in super guy Paul. He's just a he's just a a real evangelist for for parks and rec as he should be. He ran the department sure. for many many years. Yeah. He I think sort of envisioned that there might be a park there instead of this business campus, right? And and so got the community to you know, write a hundred emails and... Isn't um, there a park across the street? Yeah, there is. Mm, it's a big one. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. And there will not be yeah. a park uh, uh, across the street from the park that's already there. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, you know, I love Paul, but um, it probably got... The, 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 this, the conversation in the community probably got a little distorted and because it, you know, hey, it's an election year on top of everything, right? Yeah. So 100 emails from people who are going to be single-issue voters gets the candidate's attention. And so oh, yeah. um, that night it, it went down, it went down 3-2 to everybody's shock. Yeah. Everybody's shock, right? Because I think they just, they just were, hey, it, you know, the election's a month from now. What am I, I got to, how am I voting here, right? And, and, and what I worry about, um, and I wasn't there that night, but what I worry about the most is, you know, that's a parcel where if Paul and Bailey's Glenn say, you know, we don't want this this uh, this business campus, although, you know, God, again, I don't think they'd even notice it when it was right. there, if it were there, right? Um, we'd rather, this feels like it ought to be residential, you know, we got a park there, then they might get what they want. You know, they might get a 450-unit apartment complex there. Wow, looking and forward to that we one. we come back five or six years and... That's what was proposed, and the board at the time said, "Hey guys, you can't complain now. You told us back in 2023 you wanted residential. Then that's going to be tough, right? That's going to be tough because that will clog up the roads around there like you cannot imagine. And the again, the pressure that puts on not to mention the schools. Every, I mean, everything that road, that corridor. And you know, I just so I just I worry that we're all not just the the town." Um, but the communities right around that area are going to someday rue the day that they didn't have, you know, a quiet little business park there. Um, but we'll see what happens. What's been like your most exciting moment when you think back over your time as a town board commissioner? Like, like recall for me a story where you were like, I'm supposed to be here right now. This is this is good. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to come up with one, Justin. <laughs> You this is government. You this is government, one. man. Come I mean, on. I mean, there are long hours. There are long days. You enjoy the game, though. You um, enjoy the game. You know, people think this is some kind of a, a job. It's you know, it's not. It's two nights. It's two nights a month, right? Um, and then there's a lot of meetings and communications in between. So it's a commitment. But we all have we all have day jobs. <laughs> um, you know, I just I do remember the days um, before the Great Recession. You know, in that 07, 08 time period when the pressures on growth were, um, I mean, immense, right? You can't even imagine versus today. And I remember being there at one o'clock in the morning sometimes, you know, even later. And, you know, Gary Knox was the, the mayor at the time. And, you know, Gary's a, a developer. He's a real estate professional, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and so he had such passion for, we, you know, we, we'd be looking at our, at our fourth project of the night, right, for approval somewhere in the, in the process. And Gary would be sitting there talking about the details and such. <laughs> I mean, your eyes would just glaze over because he'd be worried about whether the, you know, the BMP ought to be 20 feet to the left or the right and it's 1.30 in the morning. <laughs> that really gets the town board going right there. That's the good stuff. Um, so there are moments like that. But no, I think that's probably why you see me on the football field and the basketball court um, 
is because probably it is a little more fun, Justin, than local government. <laughs> well, it's it's been an honor and, and, a, and a privilege for me to see uh, your willingness to have a different kind of voice. You say you're an introvert, which you, you might be right out and about, but as it relates to local government, you have never shied away from being honest with your thoughts and process and beliefs and reasoning why. I, I will say that people can disagree with you all day, and that's fine. We're allowed to have different opinions, but at least you backed up your statements with you know, some quantifiable data. And I think that's what we need to get back to. How can we quantify these decisions we're making, if at all possible? Not everything can be quantified, right? We have to have some belief and faith and a vision for going forward. But to actually know what you're getting and to research, that's what I want to encourage everyone to do. Again, it's election day. Get out and vote. This is your opportunity to make your voice heard locally. Commissioner Gore, I appreciate right, you. One more comment? Real quick. You got yeah. 10 seconds. So I've been on the show twice trying to talk about spending and taxes, and I'm yet to talk about spending and taxes. Next week. Detail. Next week. <laughs> or at least Gilroy. the next budget cycle. That's okay? right. There we go. Commissioner <laughs> Gore, thanks. Good morning, fam. We'll see you tomorrow. The new 105.9, 100.7 WSIC, Statesville, Mooresville, North Charlotte.